Hi folks, it's Tegan Taylor here. I've been hitting the road these past few weeks for a few of our famous Occam's Razor live events. If you have always wanted to be part of our live audience, you still have a chance. We're going to be in Sydney this week. I would be so stoked if you came along and joined me there. Definitely come up and say hi if you do come along. Head to our website to book your ticket. But for today, you know those days at work where things just keep going wrong? And sometimes you can look back and see where you missed something that led to the mistake and wish to yourself that you'd noticed it and done something at the time. Well, today's speaker is all about spotting those signs early, using the help of a certain very cute monotreme. Here's Trish Karen. So all of a sudden, one day, I was on a work site, I was commissioning a fuel pipeline, and I found myself standing in a puddle of fuel. The worker beside me was covered in the fuel. And I was just standing there thinking, how did it all go so wrong? And what was I going to do about it? Because I had to act fast. Now, the worker, we got him to water and he was able to take off the contaminated clothes and he was fine. He didn't suffer any, any ill effects from it at all. There was no ignition. We were lucky that day. But reflecting back now as a professional safety engineer, I now realise that what happened that day was I was stung by a metaphorical platypus, not once, but twice. <laughs> there were two instances where I missed some warning signals that things were about to go wrong. One was I missed the pipeline had been assembled incorrectly. I didn't see that signal, I missed it. The second one was when we went to close a valve and it didn't close and I couldn't figure out why. I missed what that was telling me as well as the person in charge that day. So that's when I started to think about the platypus. And the platypus is a really unique Australian animal. It's an absolutely adorable little creature. It is quite small in relative size. It's a monotreme, so that means it's a mammal that lays eggs. But it also looks pretty unusual when you think about it. It's got the bill of a duck and the tail of a beaver and the claws of an otter. It's kind of like made up of spare parts. <laughs> it shouldn't exist. Its fur actually glows under ultraviolet light. And it, the males have a spur on their back legs that inject a toxin. So again, a mammal that's toxic is quite unusual as well. So this little creature is almost proof that even the impossible is possible because it exists, it's real. Now, when we think about what this means for us in terms of weak signals, a weak signal is this idea that something's gone wrong but not in a really bad way. It's just like a little sign to tell you. It's a warning sign. Something's about to go worse for you if you don't do something about it. So for us, it might be that gut feeling of you're just not feeling comfortable right now, there's something wrong. Or in a workplace, it could be an alarm has gone off and you're not expecting it. It's an unusual alarm and you just don't know why. In our private life, it could be riding your bicycle and all of a sudden you lose a bit of grip on your back tyre, skids out a little bit. These are warning signs. These are what we call weak signals. And if we can identify these and then do something with them, we can stop the incident actually occurring in the first place. And so seeing a weak signal is like seeing the bill of a platypus. It might be poking out and you just quickly get a glimpse of it. 
Most often we think, oh, that's just a duck, it doesn't matter. We don't have platypuses here, it's not a problem for me where I am. And we ignore it. But what if it's a platypus and not a duck? Remember, the male platypus can hurt you. And so what I want to get people thinking about is identifying these weak signals and then managing them so that we don't have the incidents occur, whether it's in our personal life or whether it is in our workplace as well. So that led me to create this idea that I call the platypus philosophy. The platypus philosophy is about making sure that we can identify these weak signals and then do something with them. I like to use the word platypus to remind me of the steps of the philosophy as well. So the first P is all around, we've had a partial sighting of a platypus. It's that glimpse of a bill or a quick flick of the tail in the water that you know could be a beaver. The next thing you do is you link the data together. What else is going on at the same time? Then assess that data that you've linked. How are these things interconnected? What's actually going on here? Task and timing is the T. Does it only happen at a certain time of day? Or does it only happen at a certain time of a cycle of something? And yesterday and yonder. Has it happened here before? Has it happened somewhere else? Now, if you go through that first part of the word, that's a quick screening technique to just think about, is it a platypus or is it a duck? Because we've all got so much to do. If it's a duck, we don't need to worry about it. We just need to move on. But if it's a platypus, we need to go to that next step. The next P is perceive the scenarios. What could actually go wrong here? Understand the controls. What can we do to prevent it going wrong? And then lastly, secure that platypus and communicate to people what you've done. Communicate the implementation of the controls so that everybody knows what's going on. So that's a really simple way to think through it and screen it out. So if it's all that simple, why don't we do it? Why aren't we better at doing this? That's because there's quite a few different cognitive biases that prevent us from seeing things or interpreting things in the right way. And there's actually quite a few that impact particularly in safety. I'm only going to talk about a few of them tonight. The first one I want to mention is confirmation bias. And this is the bias where we only look for information that's going to confirm our opinion that we have already and we discount anything that would challenge our opinion. Well, we need to figure out how to deal with that. Ask another person to take a look at the information you've got, at your data, and see what they conclude from it. Do they conclude something different? Are you discounting information because you've got confirmation bias is an important thing. Another one that's really quite common is the anecdotal fallacy. This is where we base our judgment on our own personal experience. And we have lots of experience in different things in life, and that's great. But we don't have experience in everything. Nobody does. So we need to reach out. We need to talk to others. We need to use standards and systems to help us understand and not only rely on our personal experience, particularly when we're talking about high hazard or risk things, because we don't all have experience in that space. Another one I want to mention is one called framing or priming. And this is a really interesting one. This is where the reaction we have as information is presented to us in a particular way that leads us to a certain decision. So it's used a lot in marketing. But priming can actually be used in really effective ways to help improve safety as well. 
And that's because we can prime our brain to look for the weak signals, to look for the things that might be about to go wrong, so we're more likely to see them. The everyday example here is you might be lucky enough to decide you're going to be able to go and buy a new car. And you pick the make and model and that's the car you want, it's your favourite car. And all of a sudden you start noticing there are so many of those cars on the road everywhere. There hasn't been a sudden increase in the number of those cars. Your brain is now just seeing them and noticing them. So we can use priming to prepare by talking in detail about the hazards before we do a task. So our brain is going to be looking for those hazards and seeing them. The last one I want to mention there is the illusion of control. Let me tell you, that morning when I was standing on that worksite, I thought I was in control. It pretty soon became apparent I wasn't in control that day. Now, the illusion of control is that we think we've got everything under control because we think we're actually pretty good at what we do. Yeah, we need to take a breath and take a step back and do detailed, decent risk assessments and understand what can go wrong and importantly, what are you going to do about it? And implement it to make sure that we can remain in control because otherwise we're going to lose that, that benefit of all of our experience, all of our knowledge and all of our skill coming to the table here. So some of the best ways to do this are to encourage a culture of creativity and curiosity. Encourage people to ask questions, reward curiosity in our workplaces and in our lives. That's where we learn the most. So that's where you really need to start to think about what are we seeing and what is going on? Reflect on what's that one strange thing that happened today that I didn't really think about at the time, but take a couple of seconds to reflect on it at the end of the day. You might learn something really valuable in that reflection that can help you and prevent an incident. So if you want to know more about this idea of the platypus, you can check out my website, leadlikekaren.com. But always remember, Every day you've got to find your platypus because if you don't find it today, it's going to hurt you tomorrow. Thank you. Trish Karen is an award-winning international expert on process safety leadership and the inaugural director of the iChemE Safety Centre. She was speaking there at our Occam's Razor live event at the Royal Society of Victoria on Wurundjeri land just last month. I'm Tegan Taylor, your Occam's Razor host, and I'll be paddling my way back into your feed to peddle you yet another science talk next week. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.